Welcome to Hello Easton PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiva Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hey, this is Mark Nutting, and this is Pride Month. And for this month, I'm interviewing business owners from the LGBTQIA plus community. And today I am with John Capabianco of Tester Metal Fitness and Performance up on Sullivan Trail. How are you doing, John? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Oh, my pleasure. So uh, Tester Metal Fitness and Performance. Tell me about your facility. So our facility is an old warehouse up on Sullivan Trail. Uh, located near Braden's Airport. Um, it is a 30,000 square foot facility. Whoa, that, that's a, it's a big some, one. You got some room. It's a lot of room. Uh, it has two indoor turf fields that are utilized in the winter. We rent them out. Uh, me and my business partner rent them out uh, to area sports teams for the local kids' team sports. You know, it could be Nazareth, sure. Easton, yeah. usually around the air, local area uh, for indoor sports. It could be soccer, lacrosse baseball softball whatever um and then we also have a crossfit gym inside the same space which is uh, technically named crossfit advanced so yeah. test your metal is the big is the big building up there right so those are the two kind of businesses we're running out of that space okay what's what's your main business for uh you know it depends on the time of year crossfit okay. crossfit all right. is all year round 12 months a year we don't close except on christmas day and that's membership you know, class-based. Um, we do do personal training, but that is not the bulk of our business. We, tr we the community is CrossFit. Right. Um, but then for the six months of the year that we rent the turf space, that's a big chunk as well, sure. which is also similar. You know, parents are members, their kids are in the turf space. We get to know the coaches of the, of the team. So it's very, you know, uh, small, small world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I understand CrossFit very well. I mean, I'm, I am a CrossFit level one yep. instructor. Oh, perfect. Uh, although I've let, <laughs> I've let that expire. Oh, that's okay. Uh, but the, but the uh, you know, so I understand CrossFit. But why don't you explain CrossFit to the listeners? So CrossFit generally is constantly varied things, right? I, and this is my description of it. I'm not going to read what, what CrossFit HQ wants us to say. This is my interpretation of it. It's something different every day, and it's, to me, CrossFit is a marketing name, and inside that bucket of marketing is marketing, uh, you know, functional fitness is everything people are used to doing, I think, it's just presented in a different way. It, it sprinkles in all kinds of different fitness. It has, you know, if you take a CrossFit class every day for 12 months, you're going to get a little bit of everything. It could be running, jumping, rope climbing, tire flipping. It could be Olympic lifting, snatches, clean and jerks. It could be powerlifting. It could be strongman. It could be, you know, high intensity, kind of like you'd see at something you do or something at Orange Fitness. So it's just peppered in that way. There are gyms that are extremely competitive, which we are not. But yeah. those would be the people, the younger people that are, very interested in like the CrossFit games or things like that. But our community is more, <clears throat> I don't, typical. You know, we have working people that come in, they just want to work out. 
we're coaching you what to do for an hour. We tell we sh we sh we make sure you're doing the movements well. I think you you probably get that right. And it's an hour class, and it could be any number of things. Um, we do have some some competitors at our space at our gym that do qualify for the CrossFit Games, and they kind of do their own thing. They follow their own plan because it's yeah. very intense yeah. and whatever else. But for the most part, our CrossFit classes are an hour. You come in, they socialize. They start to connect with different people inside of the gym. They right. don't even realize that, you know, a, a mailman is being, you know, besties with a doctor and he didn't even know he was a doctor for like six months or sure. something like that, yeah. you know. So yeah. it's very, um, we have teens and tweens that enter the adult classes and they're, they're totally, it, like, it's amazing to see the integration of ages sure. and skill yeah. levels. So yeah. basically our class consists of, you know, the template that we put up on the board. We take you through it. We take you through the warm up, the strength piece, and the workout piece, the high intensity piece. Um, and from there, the members, depending on their skill level, injuries, feeling of the day, they're going to adjust things. If they need help adjusting things, we're there to say, maybe do this movement instead. Oh, you're having, I know you have, a, you know, a, you know, knee, knee replacements. Why don't we do this instead? Like, don't do that. Uh, we're not doctors, so we're not prescribing, but sure. we know them yeah. well enough. They know they're not supposed to do certain things. So we're just kind of there to create the vibe right. and be the space yeah. and tell them what to do because that's all people really want. Yeah. The people that come to the spaces like ours, they want to be told what to do and then go home. Okay. Great. And the intensity level is on them. You know, right. They want to do it, yeah. do it. You want more, go for it. Right. And you have... Let's see, the, the facility has been open since 2010, is that correct? 2010. It yeah. was um, first located along Bushkill Drive, where Lafayette has uh, a bunch of facilities down there. It used to be in one of those buildings. And I became a member first, uh, along with my business partner, Jamie uh, DiSabatino now, but she used to be Jamie Zaskowski. And um, we started as members, and then the other original owner of that business was going to move away to another state and it was going to close it down. And we were like, Oh my God, you can't do that. We have to, we have to keep it. So we, yeah, yeah. we kind of just loosely ran. It's a, it's a very easy business to run once you have it set up. It's like an autopilot yeah. kind of thing. If you have good people in place and you got your process, any business is, is pretty easy to, I don't want to like make it like every business is easy to run, but no, no, you get but what I'm saying. You got your process in place. Yeah. You could run it from your phone as long as there's a person in there that you trust. Right. And we were that person for Greg. Yeah. Greg Timon was the one who started the business. Uh, many people probably know him in the area, but uh, he was amazing. And then over time, he knew he wasn't going to come back to the area. So Jamie and I bought it from him in 2015. Okay. Yeah. As a CrossFit gym, just strictly CrossFit. Right. Uh, and you, you, you did, you, is that, that at that point that you moved it to the new facility? Or? Uh, so anyway, we were in the, the 2010 to 2011 was one year in that facility. It got, we had like 50 members total, maybe not even. And from there we had to move that year. So we moved it up there in 2012. Okay. So we've been in that building for 2012, yeah. since 2012. Yeah. And yeah. did you, what was that building prior? I mean, you, I know you said warehouse, but was it? Um, it was, so I don't know if uh, anybody knows where Trinity Fitness was located. Where, it's a yeah. glass building in the front. They were in the front and we had this like, like warehousey space in the back. Yeah. One of the issues with the building was in CrossFit, if anyone's seen it, you know, we tend to drop weights 
from you know oh, right. they yeah, love yeah, yeah. like everybody loves it's very good actually and, and just for people know you know these yeah. are these are bumper plates or yeah. rubber plates that yeah. are meant to be dropped rubber plates on a rubber floor however the building had a basement so it shook the whole building yeah so that was a, another issue we could only do classes during certain hours of business because of the other businesses in the building so when we found this building up on Sullivan Trail it was an old beer distribution center it used to be Allentown Beverage I think uh, I forget what the beverage company name was, but it was Allentown Beverage, the family that owned it. And it's solid. Like, it's, there was no other businesses attached to it. It's perfect for our space, yeah. our type of work. Right. So you developed the, the turf spaces. So that was <laughs> Val, uh, Valley Elite Gymnastics, um, mm-hmm. I think, was the name of it, the formal name. I'm sure a lot of people had their daughters or sons in that as well. Uh, it it was the turf space that was what was in there first. Then they moved to, I believe, New Jersey, and the, the space was open, and we thought, you know, there is no turf space around in the area, and um, we threw in two. They're not regulating. They're not regulation-sized soccer fields, but they are right. wall-to-wall turf. Yeah. We have batting cage for baseball. We have, you know, walls that you can hit the lacrosse balls out. It's perfect. It's yeah. perfect for yeah. practice. So starting November till March, end of March, sports teams are in there, you know, renting it out. Basically, we just rent it out. We have a, a person that just manages our bookings for mm-hmm. us. I was for just those curious, as you must have a separate person yep. to do uh, that. I mean, one of our, we have an so admin. It's assigned to yep. somebody. That's your yep. job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we just book it out and, um, yeah. and provide, you know, a person there to you know, babysit them, basically. Great. They provide yeah. the coaches and coaching and then sometimes what will happen is a coach or like maybe a small team would want like some additional training and or like a special class or something and maybe we'll step in and and do that for them Mm -hmm. where they'll the team will come into our our gym space and we'll do i don't know a strength and conditioning session right or 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 the coaches want to do one and they'll just take our space over like we'll we'll rent out our gym space Yeah. yeah 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 um and and as as we are here at Jiva, I, you have set hours. You're not an open facility where people can walk in at any time. No, correct. We have classes in the morning, and then we shut down midday, and then we open again at night. While we're open, people are like members. You have to be a member can come in and do free time, like open gym. Oh, okay. So, for example, yeah. you're going to come in at five a.m. and take your five a.m. class, and we did I don't know deadlifts and. I don't know, jump ropes for the workout. Yeah. You can come in at night and just do your own thing. Maybe do some accessory work or bodybuilding work or or whatever. Because yeah. the space is huge and there's loads of room. So right. you just come yeah. in and pick an area and mostly they social they come in, they socialize, they see their friends, they do their little extra well, that's, thing. That's one of the, the benefits of group fitness in general. Absolutely. You know, working in groups is is they uh the connection they have keeps them connected to the workouts. Yeah. And you know, uh I know that here. Achieva, we you know it's uh, it, it it's it's a family, exactly. Yeah, and you come to see whoever, right? Or you come for you know, people come into these places specifically the group places for different reasons. Sometimes it's weight loss. Sometimes they're they are socially awkward and they know it and they know they need to like push their envelope. They're uncomfortable, right? Yeah. So they yeah. come into these places and they become so to watch somebody come in for whatever reason. And then leave with most of the time it's confidence that I've when they come in, they're like afraid 
to yeah. like pick up anything or do anything. And then months later, they roll in like it's their own house. Right. And that's like for us, we we're like, go for it. Because what that creates is more um, momentum around stuff. You know, they yeah. might have yeah. an idea to do something with us, a business thing, um, an event, uh, the fluffy 50. Like, right. It yeah. all just happens. So if you can kind of sit back and keep the template rolling, keep the process rolling, your general, how you want it run, and then let them have some freedom, they do a lot of our work for us. Sure. A lot of yeah. our ideation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or not. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter at all. But that's great. And, you know, I think, I think the idea of building a community is, is so important. You know, not, not just for the members that... Um, form attachments to the staff and other members. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I, I think, you know, it's important to have that community to then uh, have more of a community in, you know, in, in our some, community, in our community. So, right. So I mean, right. it's, it's, it, you, you get a presence and, and uh, you get known and you, exactly. be, you really become part of the larger community. A lot of people that move from out of town, I don't know why. If they like CrossFit, they like CrossFit, right? Like people look for CrossFit, yeah. then they're looking yeah, for yeah. CrossFit. If they like one group classes, they might come to you. But for whatever reason, if they come to the place, they do that because they're new to town and they want to socialize with people. And that's what will start to happen. They come to live in Easton. Then you start seeing them at other events. And you're like, oh, I saw you at XYZ right. over at the Fluffy 50 uh, you know, after party from right. Jay yeah. Arch's 50-mile run. I didn't know you. Now I know you. Now you know, yep. and it starts to like develop and evolve that way with these relationships, the business relationships mm -hmm. or personal friendships, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and now they're solid in the city of Easton or the community of Easton. You know, yeah, Nazareth, whatever. So, we got a, a handle on your business. Let's talk mm -hmm. about you. Yeah, it was are, the are business you, was personal for me. So, well, yeah, uh, but let's the. Uh, are you a, from Easton? I grew up here, yep. Oh, okay. Yep, born in Easton Hospital. Really? Which yeah. Which is okay. now, I don't know what. Yeah. An empty room. The, uh, so born and raised here, and uh, what did you do before this? So I had a day job before this. I went to Penn State for marketing, and I worked in like a contract food service company called Aramark. And I always did operations and then marketing and branding. So I used to work in Philadelphia from here. I would travel there and do, you know, develop, it, you know, brands. So if you're in a mall and you see a Starbucks and a Chick-fil-A and a Burger King and whatever, I developed those brands with a team uh, for Aramark. So on yeah. college campuses yeah. specifically, if you go on a college campus and you go in the food court, and you see all the, the name brands across the world, mm -hmm. or you'd go on a college campus and see all these no-name brands. I was the no-name brand developer. Yeah. And I did that from graduation to, so I did it like 17 years. Oh, okay. Then I got, then anyway. Then you got, <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. I got, go I got, go got into, I, you know, I, it just, uh, corporate was rough for me. I, it's not my personality. Um, yeah. When I was with them for 17 years, I wasn't always in a corporate role. I was in an operations role, which is more natural to me, where it's more hands-on. Mm -hmm. I had employees that were like more my, you know, my mental level. Like I, I enjoyed working with people. I enjoyed working alongside of them. I managed them, but they, I, you know, 
I just enjoyed being on the campus because I right. was young out of college. So I went to work for a college and yeah. I bounced around a few states and did that. And then I got the corporate job, which I thought, oh, I want to do a corporate job. because, And it was actually a very fun job because mm -hmm. I still got to integrate myself with the people I used to be and because that's what I was doing for the, the organization I was developing for the people I used to be. Right. So that was yeah. the goal, to make their lives easy. And I really I loved to do that. Yeah. It was great. But after a while, I think the commute got to me. Um, a whole lot of other things got to me. And yeah. I took a leave of absence and then kind of evolved. I had joined CrossFit. I had just bought the gym probably around 2015. And if you want to call it, I had like a breakdown at work. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And that kind of evolved myself out of that world. The corporate world. The corporate world. Yeah. And um, luckily, they were doing layoffs. I got laid off. Yeah. So I got a severance. Right. Yeah. And they asked me back, but I thought, I'm... I just need a break. I just don't want to do that anymore right now. And I didn't know what I was going to do. The gym is great, right? But like, it's not a, that is not a salary. Like mm -hmm. this, my, my, our business is not a salary. Everybody in our business, all the coaches, they have day jobs. We all had day jobs. Yeah. So it worked great for us. Didn't matter. We didn't need to do cheesy marketing schemes to get people in. We never did Groupons. We still don't do that. Yeah. Um, but at that time it was not like, it's not like I could just quit my day job and, and be, great with the salary I was getting there. Right. It wasn't a thing. So I did, I did, I was, I thought oh, I'll do real estate for a bit. I thought I saw that on your resume there. And then I loved it. I love real estate. So I do real estate. So that's my, so that you do real that. estate you're, is my day you're job. Current, you're currently doing uh, real estate Correct. as well. And I, okay. I did that temporarily, but it's been the, the, the long temporary thing. I, and I yeah. don't plan to ship, even though the, the market's not so great right now. I, I love it. And yeah. um, between that and the gym, it's, it's great because the gym is my feeder for real estate and, and other things. Oh, sure. Yeah. So what else do you think that would interest our, re our listeners? So, uh, for me, the CrossFit space, the CrossFit gym and experience was like this life changing kind of event for me. That's why I'm very passionate about my business, that business. Mm -hmm. And I'm not very, my other, my business partner would probably agree with me. That place for us was, mental it was a, like a savior for b the both of us sure for me yeah it was i was overweight i wasn't out and i never did sports so i never had that i was definitely not confident so when i joined crossfit and i met greg for the first time he was like infectious like i i just couldn't get enough of like listening to him coach mm -hmm. it just was a great place like then we socialized after and i never felt that before yeah um plus i i was like headset to get fit because i was overweight all, most of my life like i yeah. never really i never exercised ever right into my third until well, my how did 30s. you have to go okay so how did you initiate that if you've never exercised how did you make that jump to start oh i was i remember <laughs> I went to the doctor for a regular checkup and they were, they were going to put me on medication oh. for, I forget, I actually forget what it probably was high cholesterol or maybe blood pressure. And I was like, this is what corporate did, did to me. Right. Yeah. Because you just sit all day and I worked in a test kitchen and I don't know, whatever. Uh, I never in my whole life exercised. I always just worked 
And I put that even precedent over schooling. Like I, yeah, I finished yeah, yeah. school, I have my four degree, I have a master's degree, but that was not like my focus. My focus was always working and, and staying away from things. So yeah. when the medical, when the doctor told me, you know, we need to put you on medication, I laughed and I was like, oh no, you gotta give me, uh, I wanna try this, let me, let me try this. So it was your first foray into CrossFit or was it another gym? It was first with a personal trainer in the same building. So it was in the front at Trinity Fitness. Oh, okay. And uh, funny enough, my business partner, Jamie, her sister, Kelly, is a personal trainer in the, in the area. I'm sure people have know, know of her, Kelly Ziskowski, but I think her last name is uh, Kresge now. She was my personal trainer for one year. And I remember, you know, I couldn't do air squats. I couldn't, I couldn't, I could barely do things. So, yeah. but she, you know, got me on track and in the habit because I had no habits, I had bad habits and I had no, no other habits. Um, to want, I basically took one year of that, worked with her, did exactly what she said. I didn't even argue. And then in the back of that building was the CrossFit gym. And I thought, what's going on back there? They're dropping weights. It looks fun. The music's awesome. And then Greg kept needling me, needling me, needling me to try it and try it. And I tried it and it's a lot cheaper than personal training, but it just, for me, was like, wow, this place where people think like remember me when I walk in and right. we hang out after this place. And yeah. that evolution for me was like from two, I don't know. I think I was like, Oh my God. I think I was like 265 pounds oh, okay. and I dropped to like 190. And then, you know, eventually you gain muscle and whatever. And I always hovered right. around 200 pounds. So anyway, for me, that was like unheard of. I've never seen that. I don't even think I've seen a 32 inch waist uh, since I was in eighth grade. So if that gives you any indication and then the evolution of social. And then I, I started to get involved and I never did any of that before. I really liked CrossFit. I was good at CrossFit and I loved to compete in it. And Mm -hmm. so I have you done the competitions. I did all that. I used to compete and take it very serious. And, you know, I had my ebbs and flows of the the training. I used to train with a a coach on -on one-on-one. And um, so for me, it was social. It's, place I came out was at this gym and I I knew it was the right place because I felt 100% fine to to do it there first not my family there well I think I actually you know I have two gay siblings and uh and I think you know the the coming out thing is I think it's harder with your family well yeah you know for most people and you know close friends depending on the on the family and sure where they're from and um, their mindset. So you, you had the comfort level of the community. Yes, to, absolutely. To come out with. And yeah. I didn't worry about it. Yeah. And um, I never looked back after that. Great. And then we bought the gym in 2015 and just, you know, it the evolves. Rest, and the know. rest is history. The rest is history. We're yeah. still, we're still going and it's 2023. So yeah. it's been around well, a long well, time. You know, and, and speaking of this, I mean, you, you, you bought it and opened it as it is in 2015 so you went through covid how did that how did you oh manage that <laughs> you know because you uh, the statistic ursa the statistic that 40 percent of gyms this is all all yeah, style yeah. gyms yep. uh, went out of business permanently yeah it was rough it was very rough and uh we lost 50 percent of our members mm-hmm. but what also is crossfit gyms usually you know, take, let, let's, in, to put it in perspective, 
an Orange Theory is a is a is a franchise and a well-run business because they have people that have thought everything out. Right. All, 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 all the, the systems, all the place. possibilities that could yeah. happen. So they may have shut down, but their business still kept going. Where CrossFit gyms, even your space, you're running it yourself. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess where I'm going is not all CrossFit owners are great business. Oh yeah. Right. No, absolutely. People. Yeah. So they're great personalities and they love CrossFit and they do CrossFit and it's wonderful. But if you don't have a little bit of business knowledge and or like operation of anything, you could yeah, run a you yeah. could run a coffee shop and then you'd have better knowledge than someone who doesn't right. to run a CrossFit gym. Just around dumb things like payroll and savings mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, we had a good thing going. Jamie and I had a good thing. We had a good rhythm going. However, we lost people and lost a lot of money. Um, we did get some assistance, but again, we didn't know how to apply for things. So right. it really shook us. And we thought we may have to close down. But then after, you know, we, the, the members were amazing. First of all, they continued to pay us. We, we refused it, but they offered to continue it, to pay. It is amazing. And it is not know, a $10 a month fee. Yeah. It is $145 a month yeah. fee. And they were continuing to pay them while we were shut down. Right. Um, so they were amazing. Um, and then slowly, you know, we were allowed to reopen. It was a political environment that was from hell mm-hmm. and financial environment. So yeah. the gym was tense, very tense because it was kind of split down the middle. And our members are really great. We don't usually get into hurtful feelings. Right. But sure. that time was like, I'd never seen it like that. I think every business probably felt that. Every yeah. business, families were being pulled apart. Um, but you know, you had to accommodate people that were super, super sensitive to COVID and super not. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that was very hard to do. <clears throat> Luckily, we had the space to do it. We well, could that was, I was thinking about that too. And, you know, I mean, if we're, we're having this interview right, yeah. right in our space. And, and when we initially opened again, you know, while we had, you know, we, our space is fairly small, but we would have 15 people right. in, in the room. And when we reopened, I, you can see the boxes yep. on the floor that we had six. Yep. And that's, you know, our social distancing when we yep. re- reopened. Tough. And I'm still, you know, the, but we're, you have so much more we had footage that luxury that you could, you know, the social Absolutely. distancing was, e- you know, I would, I would Plus our ceilings easy. were five, you know, 50 feet high. Right. So yeah. fans were going, we have garage doors everywhere. It was yeah. when we could get back to it, it was a lot more convenient. We could have 15 people in a classroom sure, instead yeah. of 30 or, what, you know, whatever. But yeah. that was rough. I think for every business, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and it's certainly not just the fitness business, yeah. but you know, but CrossFit gym specifically, you know, we're not known to be great business owners, right? Um, well, that's not. I mean, I, I think there. I think, if, as I recall, there is a business what kind of course you can take. You can, but but <laughs> but a lot of people just want to go don't. Yeah. and own a gym because it's fun and my friends can come and that's right. great. That's great and that's cool, but. When, when you know push comes to shove and <laughs> you, you got to have like a little bit of a handle on it yeah and if we didn't i don't think jamie or i would have stayed open but now we're through it the the numbers are back to steady normal the turf helps out a lot because that yeah. shut down are you could, sure that was like yeah yeah just like completely we, we couldn't even let them in the building yeah um so at least one of the years was the like absolute worst yeah and but uh we got through that and now it's kind of like leveled back out and it feels like normal again. Did, did you ever go online? 
do anything? We online? did. We did uh, do stuff online um, occasionally. We had the luxury of a, a big parking lot as well. So if people felt comfortable, yeah. you could come out to the parking lot and we could like drag equipment out. We right. also uh, offered like in our in our membership app, you can do your at home stuff. Yeah. So yeah. we did we did stuff like that. I think everybody probably tried well, it, something. You know, I know that we. I mean, if you look up over here, you'll see that we have a fifty-inch monitor. Yeah, we're still uh, live, it, we're still live streaming. Yeah. Once, yeah, yeah. once you got set up, you're yep. just kind of going. Yeah, oh, keep going. Yeah, because some people are like, yeah, I can't make it in this morning. I want to just join in. And we have some people who have never come back since COVID just because they realized, you know, there's no commute time. Yeah. <laughs> and, you yeah, know, yeah. they're just from their basement. There they are. If that works for people. For yep. me, I need to go see people. Well, and, and, and some people, you know, for us too, you know, some people just didn't do the online stuff because they it just didn't work for them. Exactly. But as soon as we opened, they were back in. Yeah. You know, Same so, thing. Yeah. We had those. You have them all over the board, all right. the personalities. Yeah. They have to be touchy too. Yeah. What else is going on? But <laughs> yeah. I mean, you were you were just so. helping out again, and and uh, we, you mentioned Jay Arch's fifty mile uh, yep. uh, benefit run yep. for Fluffy Butts yep. uh, Animal Rescue. So um, as as our business, as our gym, like I, like you you said before, the community, and uh, you start to meet people and you know, evolve into things. And, you know, we like to just keep busy with things. And um, I think, you know, Sue Amato over at Valley Ohm Yoga. Right. Yeah. And I, I was taking yoga at Valley Ohm. And um, my friend Brad, who I think you're, you're interviewing later, DJ Brad Scott, uh, his partner Jay was at yoga that day. And we were all just sitting around chatting. And he's, he's a very modest guy. So, you know, he wanted to run 50 miles. And, and, I don't know how we spun it into, he said something about fluffy butt animal rescue over in, I think, Milford, New Jersey. Um, and, you know, me and Sue looked at each other and like our eyes lit up and we're like, this would be a fun event to try to do. And then Ray's like, no, or Jay's Just because like, no, it no, sounds no. fun. Yeah. Fluffy butt. You know? I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh my God, we could raise money. Yeah. We could help raise money for fluffy butt. So anyway, Jay finally like allowed us to zhuzh it up a little bit and right. we kept it very simple it wasn't like anyone needed to sign up or join or whatever you could do whatever you want but jay's focus was he's going to train from i think it was a year of training mm -hmm. to do a 50 mile run on the day of his birthday which was saturday the 17th his birthday was actually on the 16th but anyway the event was on saturday the 17th it started at scott park he ran 12 point miles west to bethlehem still stacks and back and he ran 12 point miles south and back but Generally, from the time he started training until the event, Sue and I created, um, along with some other people actually, um, created the Instagram page, a place to donate money, um, some events throughout, like I did a workout of the yeah, day at the gym where all my members came and I gave them free, you know, we did the workout and we did breakfast after, they donated cash. We made a t-shirt website uh, where they could buy t-shirts and the proceeds go to this. So collectively we had all these kind of things in place and all jay was needing to do was focus on training you just run um, yeah. and rachel who's the owner of the fluffy butt you know she had some some things also that uh, helped us with event planning and um you know everybody what's funny is i didn't know anybody knew anybody and here everybody knows everybody you yeah. know rachel knows we had we had the event the final you know end of race event at connections art gallery mm -hmm. where 
Anthony owns that and she knew him and I didn't know she knew him and Jay knows him and DJ Brad knows him. And I'm yeah. like, well, I yeah. didn't know him. Uh, so, you know, it just is, was such a neat little event. But anyway, we raised about $6,000 for Fluffy Butt Rescue. That's um, great. Jay yeah. did his run on Saturday. It was an amazing day for weather. We followed yeah. him on bikes just to kind of keep him going and or have a little sack of, you know, water and snacks with us. Uh, and then he ran into the event at the little courtyard in the back of Connections Gallery. And yeah. it was a good amount of people uh, that everybody knew. Yeah. You know, everybody knows everybody. Nice event. Uh, yep. I, was, I was there. It was a, it was a really yeah. nice event. I was like pleasantly surprised. I was bartending. You know, I did the specialty drink. Um, there was a, another like Butterhead Kitchen came because Jay, Jay right. and uh, Brad are vegan. So yep. the focus was vegan food. And um, it was a really nice event. Yeah. Really cool. So we like to like dabble in stuff like that. The next, you know, my big thing every year for my gym is our annual holiday party. I love it. It's my favorite thing to plan. Oh, yeah. So that's always a, you know, get a kid, get a babysitter, get a dog sitter, yeah, get a hotel. I don't care what you do, but we have the big, it's a big night for us, our members to come together. That's great. Um, so, so throughout the year, we try to do stuff like that. Partnering with Valium is, is something we'll probably do more of because we're, we're becoming close friends, Sue and I, and then, yeah. Um, members at my gym go to her studio anyway. She comes yeah. to my place, and people from her place come to my place. Um, well, you know, and that's, you know, it, it's funny. You know, I've always had this it, understood that a lot of gyms and uh, fitness facilities, the complementary uh, businesses. Well, well, but even even businesses that do the same kind of thing yep. i mean there, there's enough business for everybody and, and yep. a lot of people avoid you know working together oh. and i think it's it only enhances the, you know the experience for for everyone yeah and you know it gives other people more options i mean you know the mm -hmm. idea of, of yoga and a crossfit working together super good you know and it has you know it's, it's funny somebody asked me about you're interviewing a, a gym owner and you're going, well, here, we're not competition. We're, it's a different. We're, it's a completely different kind of It's a completely kind of different kind of place. Yeah. yeah. The uh, people that you have are different than the people that I have. And yeah. if they cross over, that's okay, too. And, and some people, you know, vibe. it's actually an interesting statistic was that, um, that the majority of people, actually, these are, um, I can't remember which the age bracket is, uh, but the, uh, I think it's millennials, of the millennials that, that, the majority of them belong to two or more gyms. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, which is you know, just just saying that you know one gym gives you some, something, another gym gives you something else. Different scenery. Yeah, and yeah. and different people and different you know. So I mean, I I appreciate, and the reason I brought that up in general is is I would love to do all kinds of, you know, Com uh, complimentary stuff. Yeah. you know, and work with people. I love it. I know. think it's. Again. I actually did a fitness fest. Uh, this it was oh, set up. Was that? I, the you know be, since Easton is such a fit, uh, festival yeah. town, uh, I go they but they don't have a fitness festival. They really should. And I had set one up. I got people uh, instructors from uh, a bunch of different facilities. To we were going to do it at Third Street Alliance, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it was a benefit. Uh, and I, I who was the benefit? For? I, actually, the benefit was for Third Street Alliance. Okay, um, that's good. But that's nice. Yeah. And, and of course, this was 2020. It was all set for May, and then COVID hit oh, and so shut it didn't the whole happen. thing down. <laughs> but it did happen because I did it all online. Okay. 
uh, but shifted, now shifted everything. But the, but the I you know reaching out to other people to go you know I want people at that time I was saying we offer X, and you know we don't offer Zoom. We I had Zumba, I had Tai Chi, I had yoga, I had you know all the yeah, yeah. You know, all kinds of things that I didn't have with the idea of going you know get people to try all kinds of things and and connect with something. Exactly. You know, something will float your boat. And, exactly. And, you know, there, there are so many options in fitness. And a lot of members, and I don't know about yours, but some of ours, you know, they have a membership at Orange Theory. Okay, that's fine. Like, you know, some some people are like, ooh, they they do. And it's like, yeah, I don't care. what. I mean, I, I stop in at Orange Theory occasionally just to see yeah. the difference. And for me, it's, you know, I've had a couple of surgeries most recently, so I, I don't do the CrossFit stuff as heavy as I would normally do. Um, so it's fine. And I, yeah. you know, I could stop in here and just do it. Just, just sure. check it out. Meet yeah. somebody new. Yeah. I don't know. See the different vibe. See how you run things. Maybe, maybe copy something that you do really well in our space in terms of how you run something. Sure. Yeah. Not necessarily the, what you provide no, somebody, but, but maybe how you provide. Right. Yeah. So th that's the fun part about these little businesses in Easton. Like we're constantly like bumping into each other mm -hmm. right and yeah. that helps the momentum of yeah. everything socializing confidence whatever yeah weight loss if that's what it wants to be if you want to join a run you could join somebody um, somebody's doing something yeah what have we left out <laughs> anything uh oh not too much i mean we like we like to be social so that's our yeah. stick up there um and and uh, we have an array of people that are amazing. So, and I think a lot of people from our space probably know people in your space and know people in Valium and know DJ Brad. And sure. that's, yeah. you know, the, the, you know, whatever the one event he does on Tuesday nights, like we promote it in our gym. He's, he's over at Drag Bingo. People pop in, they, they know Brad and now they're comfortable with, you know, yeah. wherever he is, they'll go. Wherever Sue right. is, yeah. everybody knows Sue Amato, you know, the, yeah. you know. And that's like the best part of being in, in Easton. I love it here. I'll probably, I hope I never leave, but yeah, never say never. Well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we can wrap it then. Sure. Uh, John, thank you so much for being here. And thank you. Test your metal fitness and performance. Uh-huh. CrossFit advanced. CrossFit advanced. Both names. All, all the above. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Estonians. Have a great day.